is wrong again Just like in the long, long trailer All the dishes got broken The car kept driving And nobody would stop to ever Wake me when the tower touched my face Tell me every word has been erased Don't you want to know the reason Why the cover's not appealing And don't you get the feeling That everything that's right is wrong again You're a weasel overcome with guilt Weasel overcome but not before the damage done Not healing doesn't stop the feeling Everything right is wrong again Just like in the long, long trailer all the dishes got broken and the car kept driving And nobody would stop to sever And now the song is over now And now the song is over now And now the song is over now The song is over now Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of our podcast Could Be Your Life, my name is Caroline I am Jeff. And we got some special guests with us here today. Uh, if you want to introduce yourselves. One of Hi, I'm uh... <laughs> I called it. You started talking at the same time. I knew it was going to happen. Uh, Ma- Max, why don't you go first? Hi, how you doing? I'm uh, John Darneal uh, from the Mountain Goats. That's who we're talking about today, right? Hi, I love you. <laughs> we're wow. talking about some fucking nerds. <laughs> We are, indeed. Uh, and and how about our other guest here? Hi, my name is Billy. I was on the Captain Beefheart episode. Yes. That's right. Uh, Billy introduced me to this band. Is that I right? did? Wow. Well, not like, I mean, I knew about them. You sent me Flood, I think, like, when I was like 16 or something. Yeah, eons ago. Yes, many, many years ago. And I loved it, and I love it now. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, we're talking about They Might Be Giants. Yes. Uh, uh, who... Which may be the greatest alternative band of the 80s, honestly. <clears throat> and they're still going strong today. Oh, yeah. They have been around for an extremely long time. Uh, yeah, 35 years. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like they always have a new album. Like It seems like every like couple of months or so. It's like, oh, there's a new yeah, they yeah. Giants album. Yeah, they they actually seem working. solid. I haven't heard anything past Join Us, though. Yeah. Mm. They were working on a new album right now, actually. Good for them. Yeah, they're yeah. in the same studios that they uh, recorded Flood in. Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. A bit of a throwback. Maybe it's uh, Rich Warren. <laughs> um, right. so, so They Might Be Giants uh, are a duo... Uh, or primarily a duo of John mm-hmm. Flansburg and John Linnell, the two Johns. Yep. Uh, they came about in the 80s, and they played uh, <coughs> music with pre-programmed drums and bass sounds that they would mm-hmm. record on top of. They have very yeah. nasal voices. And, they really do. And their lyrics yeah. are silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, often with an undercurrent of darkness. Yeah. They you could compare really... them. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You they could compare. Really... Okay. <laughs> Go first. <laughs> okay. They write really happy songs about really sad things. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I was gonna I... say. Oh God. 
<laughs> you go first, and then I'll go. Okay. I was going to say that in terms of their history, you could compare them to Ween. You know, yeah, that they start, I, I, I yeah. had the same thought, actually, because, you know, they, they sort of started out as, like, kind of a home recording kind of deal, and then they eventually yeah. evolved to have a full band. <clears throat> Unfortunately, oh, wait, I don't no. think evolving to have a full band necessarily did them the favors that it did for Ween, but... Not really. I do have a better uh, uh, connection. I think they sound like the frogs a lot, really, too. Mm. That's a, that is an interesting one. Um, I mean, well, how so? Uh, they just seem... The frogs seem more nerdy than Ween do. <laughs> I guess, I, yeah, I guess. I guess. That's probably true. <laughs> Yeah, they um, might be giants as, like, if Ween, like, instead of getting into drugs, they got into, like, particle physics or something. <laughs> Calculus. <laughs> yeah, I actually have their history loaded up on their wiki, which they have a wiki, by the way. Mm. Of course they do. Yeah, apparently they start, they became friends in high school where uh-huh. they started a... A uh, newspaper, which one was, which was one of the only school newspapers to lack a sports section. Aww. And instead had, let me see if I can find the title. It was a comic book named William F. Buckley and Donald Duck Blast Off for Jupiter. <laughs> Whoever the fuck William F. Buckley is. William F. Buckley is William the F. Buckley, founder the, uh... of the National Review. Uh, yeah. The quote unquote intellectual conservative uh, rag. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you don't, uh, I'm not you, you don't need conservative. to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't worry a, about William F. Buckley. There's a William F. Buckley Jr. now. Mm. Yeah. And he's you know, as much of a dick as his father was. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Republicans. Hmm. So, so uh, both of you guys actually wrote to me at the same time and uh, asked me if you could do a They Might Be Giants episode. Uh, so I, I figured we, we, we could make it a foursome for this one. Uh, but uh, again, we'll one at a time. Uh, what, what made you guys want to talk about They Might Be Giants, Max? All right. Well, originally... I wanted to talk about another band that nobody gives a shit about, and we will not mention, but I want to talk about They Might Be Giants, because they were like a band I got into when I was just a wee lad. I have a really weird history of music. Like, I got into Primus when I was seven, honestly. (laughs) And I I just had hip parents. Uh, Yeah, They Might Be Giants came to me when I was like nine, honestly. It probably was Tiny Toons that got got me interested in them. But it was... Yeah, it was sugar-coated enough to where my mom was like, yeah, I like them, let's listen to them. And it's been a band that I could like and my mom likes and everybody I know likes, so, hey. And what about you? That's great. They're just one of my favorite bands. Like, I saw them last year in concert, and they just blew my mind. They played for, like, three hours, and I I thought it would be kind of... They kind of fit in with, like... uh, this podcast, I thought it'd be a good uh, band for y'all to do. Yeah. Um, and and you know I'm I'm a big. Well, maybe I'm not a huge. They might be, but I certainly I I like they might be giants a lot. Uh, particularly yeah. the first couple albums. And, yeah, um, me too. And I think um. 
like what's what's sort of interesting about they might be giants is they have that like rapidly cultish fan base you know like of, yeah. of people who are really obsessed with them and like that's, <laughs> that's sort of what's kept them going this long i think probably uh, um, case in point this extensive wiki i'm looking at <laughs> <laughs> yeah right right i mean they have an entire wiki devoted to them so uh, but you know, like I, I know, there's a lot of they might be giants fan sites that attempt to like you know go into all their songs and like puzzle out the lyrics and explain all the references that they make. Um, yeah. And um, you know, their lyrics tend to be sort of uh, like like we said, uh, jokey with a kind of dark undercurrent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for all their for all the cheeriness of their music, I, I think John Linnell said one time that the the main subject of their music is existential <laughs> dread. Um, yeah, <laughs> which you you can hear it if if you, if you're paying attention, you know, like uh, yeah, I think of like you know, piece of dirt off Lincoln, which which ends with I find myself haunted by a spooky man named me. I wish I could jump right out of my skin. Like yeah. that sounds like uh, you know. Something that Max von Sydow would say in the Seventh Seal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, they might be giants. Um, may- maybe we should just talk about this generally. Like, uh, do you guys, you know, obviously, their band <coughs> sound changed significantly once they adopted a full band and everything. Like, do I, I mean, I think their first two albums are the best. Like. Do y'all concur with that? Uh, mostly. I, I like their pre-band era the most. Mm. Yeah, same. Their their band stuff is pretty good, but it doesn't really hold a candle to what came before. Yeah. yeah. They, were, they had to uh, find new ways to solve problems they had with the instrumentation, and they had to get really creative with it. Now they can just they have a band, so they don't have to. Yeah. yeah. And they, and like, They've actually released some outright bad music with the band. I mean, Long Tall Weekend exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, fair enough. I'll um, take I'll take your word for it. What, what about you, Caroline? Was... So, so Billy is actually the one to get you into They Might Be Giants. Or... Yeah, I mean, I knew about them because, like, uh, my fam- my whole family was pretty into Malcolm in the Middle when that show oh, came sure, on. Sure, sure. So hey. I the theme song, and I was. <laughs> thought that was pretty cool um but i had never really listened to them and then uh billy asked me if i had heard lincoln or flood and i said no no and he sent those to me and flood especially is an album that like i have memorized it's a really big album for me that i love and i love lincoln too but flood is the one that like i listened to over and over again like in high school and so Mm. And the and the their all their first like five albums I all I think are all good, um, but Flood remains my favorite. Fair enough. There you go. Um, it's kind of interesting that no matter what generation you're in, you had the one TV show they might be giants did music for that got you. <laughs> with, like, yeah, that's true. Giants. And I I do remember the the Tiny Tunes episode like i once i heard um particle man i was like oh yeah i know this song because they did it on that show when i was a kid so and they did the kids album yeah 
They did the, like all the kids' music and the theme song for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and all that. Mm. Yeah, uh-huh. I have a I have a friend whose little brother. Um, I was at my friend's house and their little brother kept wanting to hear one of the uh, the ABC songs. Yeah. And he wanted to listen to it over and over again, and it got annoying after a while. But like, it was a pretty good song. <laughs> I, was okay I, I unfortunately haven't heard those. I have heard "Here Comes Science," which is unironically pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and like the sort of sense of whimsy that they might be giants' music has sort of makes them yeah. easily adaptable to children's music. I think. I mean, there are there it are was, songs. It was a much yeah. It was a much easier transition for them than it was for Devo when Devo <laughs> tried to do that. Dev two point Yeah. Although Mark Mothersbaugh, you know, made this whole career basically out of making, you know, soundtracks for kids shows. Yeah, but that's him. That's not <laughs> Devo. Like I mean, Jerry Casal pretty much hates everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> true i mean yeah that's the thing devo is a band of of withering contempt and cynicism you know yeah like that's another band you could compare they might be giants to but devo is just so like cynical and full of just misanthropic yeah (laughs) malevolence and like sexual perversion Mm. yeah (laughs) Another band that I thought I wasn't thinking of these until they admitted them themselves, but apparently TMBG are huge residence fans too. I, I, I thought of that with Apollo Apollo eighteen. Yeah. I, I've definitely heard a residence influence. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can uh talk about these albums here. Um yeah. so, so you yeah. know, um, they Might Be Giants uh, released their self-titled album. I guess before this, maybe we should talk a little bit about before this. Uh, they, yeah. they had uh, the Dial a Song service uh, where they set up a phone line and every day you could call and get a new They Might Be Giants song. And uh, it never worked, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I have heard like the backlog tapes of them. They're okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you're trying to come up with a new song every day, they they can't all be winners, you know? <laughs> well, no, they're, like, mostly fully formed songs, and they put heart into them. It's just, you know, you're listening to telephone-quality audio. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but there's a lot of, like, demos of their older stuff. There, I mean, there's a pretty good demo of Birdhouse in Your Soul and Cowtown on there. Ooh, cool. Mm. So those go back, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you could really get into a rabbit hole with their earlier stuff. If you're a, if you're a huge fan of their '80s stuff, I would honestly recommend all the demo tapes and all that. Uh, they, um, if you don't have the first two albums like physical copies, um, there is a compilation that Rhino put out called "Then the Earlier Years," which mm-hmm. has the first two albums plus the EPs and some dial of song stuff on it. Yeah, I remember those. <clears throat> Well, that's good to keep in mind. Um, so, so yeah, this this first album. Uh, I think what I really like about these first two albums that you sort of lose, uh, or you begin to lose, maybe with Flood, and then you've totally lost by John Henry. Is just like, <laughs> um, is is that like DIY sense? You know that these are mm-hmm. like, you know two kids fucking yeah. around in their living room. You know. Um, 
and 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 you also lose kind of the like you were saying um you to 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 have this sonic palette you had to be more creative you know like whereas when you have this full band that can like do anything you want it to it comes off as maybe a little less imaginative so there's a little less like sonic exploration in their later work uh Whereas I think, you know, with these first couple albums in particular, you get a lot of like sort of interesting little little pivots and just weird shit that they're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I consider their first three albums to be so good that I can't pick a favorite, but I could see somebody kind of losing their touch around Flood. Well, Flood... Flood rules. I don't know what Flood your does. problem is. But I could see somebody go like it's a little, little more produced. Yeah, I mean, I think Flood is good, but I I don't quite hold it in the same regard as I do these first two albums. Like I think, yeah, I don't even think it's necessarily that it's a little more produced. Like I just feel like there's a slight, like I, I don't know. Like maybe but the songs, the songs so but the songs aren't quite as good. I don't think actually. Like no, that, I, that disagree. Would be my I disagree. Um, There's more filler, but the best songs are still like the filler. The filler is good. Yeah. The, oh no, that, I agree with that. <laughs> but but even, even the the filler on the first two albums is the best filler that they did. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, All out. I mean, shit like like Chesapeake's face off off of this first album, you know. That's just this mm-hmm. sort of like weird little thing that they probably shit out in like an hour or so. Um, We're like <laughs> we officially transition to the first album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I don't. I mean, we we can talk about these later albums when we get to them. I I mostly just want to sing yeah. the praises of this debut though, which I I think yeah. is probably my favorite. Of of all their albums, uh, I mean it's a toss up kind of between this one and Lincoln, but um, yeah. to me, this if just... somebody was gonna... oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. If somebody was gonna knife me in an alleyway, I'd probably say that this one's my favorite too. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's hope that never happens. <laughs> um, but like, there's <laughs> it, it's it, there's just this like freshness to this album, like this. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously there there's precedent for they might be giants. Like there's a certain yeah. overall new wave kind of continuum mm-hmm. that they slot into nicely, but like just like yeah. the sound of it, the DIYness, the the quirky sense of humor, the like spiky like melody, and like the short these like short punchy songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, only like one of them goes over three minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just hide it's away hi- hideaway family. folk family. Mm. Yeah, which is that that song deserves to be three minutes. I love it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, actually, that's that's the thing I would probably point to as like the biggest problem with later. They might be giants. Is that the songs got longer? Um, yeah. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> they start thinking they were Vandergraaff Generator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just got twenty-minute epics about yeah. chess pieces. <laughs> yeah, the emperor in his war room. They might be Vandergraaff Generator. <laughs> that would be a but really good. Not better. <laughs> I mean, Vandergraaff Generator are really good. Because yeah. They're oh, they're really not bad. Well, there's better prog, but they're not that bad. 
I really love uh, H to He, Who Am the Only One. Mm. That's a great album. <laughs> Fuck you. It's a great album title. <laughs> it is. Fuck off. <laughs> if you're not Yes or Amandul the second, I don't want to hear you. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. So, I mean, what, what about y'all? What do, how, how do you think of this first album, I guess? There's not a bad song on here. No. I like it better than uh, the next one. Well, that's just me. Um, it seems... The weirdness is... It, that's what drew me to this. It's just so weird. And, yeah. Uh, like the Johnny Cash sample on Boat of Car. Yeah, and yeah. Eugene, Chadburn, um, Eugene Chadburn guitar solo on uh, Absolutely Bill's Mood. Mm. Oh, I love he, that. He that in. Yeah. Wasn't he, like, a session musician for Zappa or even, like, a mother of invention or something? No, not that I know uh, of. Yeah, not that I know If, if he uh, was, Caroline and Billy would know, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just heard that. I don't... I, I, I'm a very casual Zappa fan. Hmm. Ima- uh, imagine, only, imagine being you. <laughs> I tried. I, I bought a copy of one of their obscure records, and it was orchestral favorites, and I hated it. Oh, he was. Oh, he was in. Uh, he was in a duo with Jimmy Carl Black. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. So there's a Zappa Jimmy Carl Black. He was the Indian of the group. He's the Indian of the group. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many. Don't let it start. Might be my favorite. They might be. No, that is my favorite. They might be giant song. Now that I think about it. Everyone dies frustrated and sad, and that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They want what they're that's not. So they want what they're not, they want... and I wish they would stop singing Deputy Dog Dog a Ding Dang Deputy 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 Dog Dog a Ding Dang Deputy Deputy When you are alone, you are the cat, you are the phone, you are an animal. The words I'm singing now mean nothing more than me out to an animal. Wake up, smell the cat food in your bag account. And do I need a bunch of it? This dot shot. Don't, don't, don't let start. This is the worst part. Could believe for all the world that you are my precious little girl. But don't, don't, don't let start. I've got a weak heart and I don't do it around. How do you get around? They wanted to lead off the album with that song, but they just thought the lyrics were just too weird, so they put it back to you. <laughs> The lyrics are so weird, and they're so good. Yeah, everything right is wrong again is such a more normal song. <laughs> <laughs> but even that one has that weird, like, trippy middle age <clears throat> going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, it's just this, I don't know, just this break. That, first, that that's a great song, first of all, Everything Right is Wrong Again. And, um... Yeah. One of my favorite things about it is like that transition from that interlude like back into like the last verse, and then you get this cool little like synth part going over it that wasn't there before. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And then the and then the second song has some little synth arpeggios in it, which I know you like arpeggios. <laughs> you know how I feel about yeah. arpeggios. I, I just, I'm trying to find highlights, but they're all hi- oh, you know what's a highlight. Mm-hmm. She's an Angel. That's like actually kind of a beautiful song. She's an Angel's my favorite. They might be giant song. Ooh, that's that's a yeah, good it's choice. Up there. Yeah, 
it's just and it's so simple too, like just how good it is. Mm. Like most of it's just one bass chord. And the lyrics yeah. are good too. I uh, yeah. I really love that line from the chorus. Like, I heard they have a space program when they sing. You can't hear. There's no air. Sometimes I think I kind of like that, and other times I think I am already there. Like, damn. Yeah. And it does work as a love song because I've sung that to an ex of mine, and she thought it was weird, but she thought it was romantic. <laughs> and now she's and now she's your ex. Uh, oh. <laughs> the finers loaned us cars. <laughs> Well, yeah, she's an angel. Um, yeah, she's an angel. Is 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 beautiful, and that's yeah. that's definitely probably like a top five for me uh, as far as they might be giant songs go. I love um, alienations for the rich. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the lyrics are really funny. I love that's to highlight the, the demo version of Alienations for the Rich doesn't say the TV's <clears throat> in Esperanto. It says the TV's talking Spanish, which I love infinitely more. <laughs> It, it that, fits more with the character. Yeah, it it fit, it plus it it hits close to home because I do live in the southwest where there occasionally you will find a ad in Spanish. Um, have any of you ever heard of the movie that they made in Esperanto, which had William Shatner in it? Yeah, I I saw it on This Exists, but that's about it. <laughs> heard of it? Can't yeah. Remember. So. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I just re- like they really tried to make Esperanto a thing. Yeah, and they made this I, whole movie. I know there's a joke in The Simpsons where Skinner speaks Esperanto, but that's a latter period episode. Yeah, so I wouldn't know it. Yeah. That, that's the post Tamsarian era. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, another thing about this album is that there's a lot of kind of meta jokes in it. Like, yeah. you know, and on Everything Right is Wrong Again, you got, you know, and now the song is over now, and now. Love that. On, you got number, three, number three, obviously, is which is, you yeah. know, one big meta joke. You know, this week, uh, actually, I have a little anecdote with that song. I was in Pahrump, which is a small town, well, relatively small town in Nevada, helping my grandmother uh, put together a jigsaw puzzle. And Aww. it was so extensive that I started freaking out and singing number three at the top of my lungs. <laughs> she she liked it. She was like, you're a good singer. But I was like... I, 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 I <laughs> That's such a grandma it. response. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I the, live in a really nice out family. <laughs> one of the Dialyst song things they did was they did a version of uh, number three, but they sang it in Greek. Yeah. Really? Oh, cool. I... I Supposedly, uh, they had an anecdote saying that at a Greek show, one of the people came up and said, your Greek is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. You know, uh, there, there's there's an undercurrent of class consciousness in, in They Might Be Giants' uh, work, <clears throat> too. I mean, on yeah. Lincoln, you got Kiss Me, Son of God. Kiss Me, which, Son of God. But, you know, in number three, there's that line, a rich man once told me, hey, life's a funny thing. A poor man once told me that he can't afford to speak. Yeah. And I'm in the That's middle. Supposedly, supposedly, one of the one of the songs we're going to be talking about on the latter period records is about like prop how propaganda like how like everybody would say that if like America became fascist, we'd all go against it, but really most of us would just fold. Oh, that's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. No. <laughs> 
I don't like to think that, but maybe. <laughs> Which song is that? Uh, the bells are ringing. Oh, is that, that song. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that song is terrifying. <laughs> They're not responsible for anything they do. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, what else is on here? Uh, you got that Rhythm, rhythm Section 1 ad. Yes, definitely. That's, yes, that's, I love that. That's the other meta song I was going to mention, because that's basically <clears throat> about, you know, them trying to get this band off the ground and uh, people not getting it. If you take Menudo yeah. or MDC, or I love that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys and they, must be into your rhythmics. You guys must be into their eurythmics. That's a good line. Yeah. I love and that part. Our house in the middle. Mm. Yeah, which uh, I for, which John Linnell says he doesn't like because he says he fucked up so many notes in that. Well, like he doesn't like to play it. He doesn't like to play that part live in full anymore. I guess. Oh really? Mm. <laughs> yeah, he just says he doesn't. He he does. He's not good at playing it. Which I would beg to differ. But hey, huh. I'm sure it's fine. Doesn't seem like they're it's very that hard. hard. Yeah, they, they they keep bringing up, like, oh, here's the part we screwed up on, and I'm like, but I love that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. I mean, I think yeah. that's a thing, like, I mean, you don't, we as listeners don't know the way that they heard it in their head right, that they were trying right. to convey. Yeah. That, <laughs> and yeah. I can relate to that, even on, like, a, even on, like, a personal level. Like, there's an episode of this podcast that I can't listen back to because I, I, I just hate it so much. It's yeah, there's, yeah, I, I can relate to that too. That it's sounds like that. every episode of this podcast yeah. for me. Oh, I, I, the boredom's episode for me. I, I screwed up so many times. Ah, don't worry about it. I'm sure you're fine. Yeah. I, I say stupid things. On I this say podcast stupid shit constantly. every time, uh, and I think about it all the time. <laughs> and now it's out. Yeah. It's uh, probably going to prevent oh. us from getting jobs in the future at some point. Well, thank God I have a job now. <laughs> um, uh, nothing's changed. My clothes is pretty great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an odd one lyrically, anyway. But that one, <laughs> that one, I think is straight up about death. Mm. I can just maybe that's just me. What uh? And the, what? And the mirror it reflects a tiny dancing skeleton surrounded by a fleshy overcoat and swaddled in a furry hat, <laughs> and, and so the on. Line, so nothing's snowing like a rose, and I don't know if no one's coming up for air, but I know nothing's gonna change my clothes ever anymore. Mm. Yeah, that is about, how is yeah that is about death. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit. yeah. That's another uh, yeah. skeletons. Uh, feature prominently in in they might be giants and like skulls. You know, you know I also. like that. They even have an EP called Back to Skull. Ah. <laughs> it's all coming together. Um, yeah, it's we, all called Skullivan. <laughs> we mentioned uh, Hideaway Folk Family, uh, yeah. which to me is mostly notable for... Uh, yeah, it, it sort of drives me crazy, actually. Like, the just how nasal they are when they harmonize on that... Hide away. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's like it it's like resonates. they're both a lot like, of their harmonies just the, the, they resonate so weirdly. Yeah, it's just like they both like are giving it the most nasal like singing they possibly can, and they like blend together yeah. <laughs> and their voices like blend together. I, it's yeah. just this like ooh. I think it's I mostly Linnell's fault. Mm. 
Yeah, I just love that breakdown at the end where like you just hear John uh, hear Linnell, uh talking about horoscopes for no reason. <laughs> they, they actually put that on a two second delay while he was recording it, so he was hearing himself talk two seconds later, and that's why it sounds. So oh, strange. that makes a lot of sense. I just remember Aquarius <laughs> abandon all, all hope for future. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, and and the last one I want to mention is, is 32 Footsteps, which is oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. I uh, can't tell if he's pitched down on I, that I one. I think he is. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I know. sure. 32 Footsteps, count them myself, 32 Footsteps. Yeah, because if you could sing like that, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I would always sing like that if I could. Like, if the, if the alternative is like... Singing like this. <laughs> yeah. The, I'd like to mention that the count-off at the very end wasn't planned. They just did that out of nowhere. <laughs> really? Cool. They've done that more than once. Uh, I want to mention this now because we're not talking about that release today, but on for science off the miscellaneous tea compilation, there's mm-hmm. a random part where John Linnell, or no, Flan screams, all right, let's get these missiles ready to destroy the universe. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Oh, that reminds me. Um, the then the, the earlier years, all that extra stuff is on miscellaneous tea. So, oh, cool. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. I, I, it's then isn't on Spotify anymore, so I can't listen to it. Also, I don't listen to it because it has the single edit of "Don't Let Start" that I can't stand because the the synth lead isn't good anymore. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, the single edit has just like a regular bass synth lead, but the, when the album one has that nice little bouncy one. Hmm. And yeah, it's just it's just it's neutered, man. Why would uh, they why would they do that? I, I guess we should move on. I could talk about this album for like days on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have days on it. <laughs> Let's, let's talk right. about Lincoln. Let's talk about this Lincoln. This is probably going to be the first two-hour episode in a while. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, Lincoln, uh, I mean, Lincoln is great. <laughs> um, it is great. I, I Like I said, I think it's sort of a toss-up as to whether I like this or the self-titled better. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think on a, on a given day, maybe I like this one better. It's it's maybe a little more polished, I guess. Um, it's it yeah. starts off with another contender for the best They Might Be Giant song, Anna Ang. Yeah. yeah. What a good song. It's Which great. The song, the, the song name for that supposedly came through from uh, Flansburg opening a phone book and seeing this name he's never heard of, like, take up an entire page of the white pages. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, a, it's a really common, like, last name. There's a lot of N's like, out there. Yeah. I remember I got some chops for this because I had a high school health teacher named Miss Eng, and I was the only person to pronounce it right the first time. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Some people did you, tried t- to did you tell her that it was because of this song? <laughs> might be yes, I did. Oh, that was embarrassing because some people tried to throw an I between those two letters. I'm like, They're, you're doing that on purpose, aren't you? <laughs> oh, mm, I don't like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a great song. Um, it really resonates with me. Yeah. So it's just about, like... I feel like it has to be about LDR relationships and shit. 
They have I, those in the late it's 80s. About, I heard it's about um, thinking about like two people that live on the other side of the world yeah. from each other. Mm. Yeah. Like the exact other side of the world yeah, and like yeah. it, it, they just never get to meet. Yeah. And, and, uh, and as maybe much as just I more generally stand. like thinking about, you know, do I have some sort of cosmic connection with someone that like will forever go unfulfilled, you know, because I just yeah. happen yeah. to never yeah. run, run into them or Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. The the only other song from that era from that era that I know of that that is that might be about a long distance relationship is not as good. Which is which one? A Japanese to English by the Red House Painters. <laughs> oh god, the song fucking sucks. That's a great song. I no, it's I, not. I, 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 I want to talk about them at some point, but I don't anymore. My thing is, I I have a hard time listening to them because I resonate with those albums personally a lot. Yeah. In a good way, like not like I hate women or anything, but I could see why <laughs> well, an asshole. Good to know. Would. Yeah. Well, but no, I could see that. I could see that not being about like anxiety and trying to be a good person. I could see that being like, oh fuck the world, I'm better than everybody. Yeah, which I think is how he meant it. Yeah, I like, just imagine I... it as just trying to be a good person, trying to be rise up against like having anxiety and shit and still being active in relationships and stuff. You know what? That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful thing to think that it is. <laughs> it's probably not. No, but, but people um, are saying that Mark is playing up his assholishness for like I, I think to get people to leave him alone, but performative element to it even at this so point. Well, you yeah. know what fine but at a certain point pretending to be an asshole and being an asshole right. are the same thing right it yeah. doesn't matter but, i mean we saw the the dickies guy cross that line just a while ago oh yeah that's right yeah i, I don't have a problem with the jokes he was making it's just he could have responded like he straight like he made a joke, and then the response he made straight up was kind of sexist. There you go. Yeah. Wait, who? I mean, the guy uh, from the Dickies. Leonard from the Dick. Well, supposedly the story was there was this chick that the Dickies made usually will this, make a there joke was this about. Fucking broad. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. I'm from the West Coast. Some, some kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm anyway, kidding. the story was. When the Dickies will end a show, they'll make, like, an off-color joke about, like, wanting to give oral to, like, underage groupies. It, it, it's off-color, but they don't mean it, obviously. And somebody didn't like it, so they put up a sign, which I... And that could be right, but you shouldn't have to be there, but hey. But he basically responded by calling her a cunt about ten times, which is not the way to do things. Yeah, like, like what are you, a baby? <laughs> Yeah, like, you can't handle somebody having a problem with you, like... Yeah, like, off, I mean, and, and I love off-color humor. Like, I think that, I don't think there's a single... T this is my personal opinion. You don't have to agree with me. But I personally don't think that any topic should be off-limits. But, mm -hmm. I mean, you got to understand, people aren't going to like what you have to say all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to just fucking deal with it. Don't be a baby. This ain't duck, man. That's right. <laughs> Thank gosh. That's a great Duckman. How do you know about Duckman? Yeah, how you're, old you're are you? You're way too young to have seen Duckman. I am way too... I don't know. I like a lot of obscure cartoons from the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I used to have Andy from Mission Hill as my Skype icon. 
Nice. I love Mission Hill so much. It's great. Fucking Dark Man, Clone, uh, Clone High, Mission Clone Hill. Clone High was great too. Uh, uh, anyway, they might be giants. Yeah. Um, I love the song "Where Your Eyes Don't Go." Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, that's, that's I was gonna shout that out. The the ending of it sounds like it could be on like uh, "What's New in Baltimore" or something, some from that Zappa era. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does. Yeah. I just like the line. I just like the lyrics to it. The just, lyrics are wonderful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sh- should you Where worry when the skull head is in front of you? Or? Yeah. There, there's a reference to Curtis Blow in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Talk like Curtis Blow line. But yeah, uh, there, there's another appearance of of skeletons and skulls. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. so should you worry when the skull head is in front of you, or is it worse because it's always waiting where your eyes don't go? Speaking of great lyrics, Man. can we highlight the middle part of "They'll Need a Crane"? Yes, oh, the uh, the the boss it's, still hates me. I'm just tired. Oh, I don't yeah, like yeah. it anymore. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Where the other nightmare people like to go. I mean, as people, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to say nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. That's yeah. that's one of that, their I best love, songs. That's sure. one of my favorite songs of theirs. Yeah. I, I love songs about like romantic disappointments. <laughs> Just, you yeah. know, nobody's There's happy. Other songs, yeah. <laughs> I've got a match who's is good for a similar reason. Yeah. Mm. They don't I've heard that that's like the first song they that they got sick of playing. Like they played it so much they don't want to play it they haven't played it since the early nineties. Really? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, which is sad because it's one of the best songs on this record. Yeah, that's a great song. Man, that's yeah. weird. You'd think they'd get tired of like Istanbul or something rather than rather than that one. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I'm, well, I'm sure they like. I I I mean, people. I'm sure there's people out there who see they might be giants because they're like, hey, look, it's the Istanbul guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Hey, it's those guys who are on a, who are on a home. <laughs> I'm amazed that you know about Homestar Runner too. <laughs> but I, I guess I've, that goes. I've been like huge on the internet since I was like eight. I probably shouldn't have, but I yeah. There's a lot of things that I got into at an age that I shouldn't have. Like sure, I listened that's... to my first Buffalo Surfers album when I was nine, which is probably not good. See, that's like I think about this a lot, like. How do you raise a child when the internet exists? You like, don't. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, there's no you let the internet any do secrets for from you. that child. Like, no. I think you just have to like get to them I mean, first I, and try to well, teach them. In a way, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that could either make or break someone because, like, there's no hiding taboos from anybody anymore, mm. and that's a good thing. Like, more things are becoming like. I think the internet era has been like a reason why more people are, are why more people are starting to become more religiously tolerant and like just tolerant in general than more than the past. I know yeah. it might not seem like, that, but there weren't any gay rights in the 1200s. <laughs> well, and, and you know, people who uh, you know you can find your people on the internet also. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Case in point, right here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't have anyone I, I, to talk about this shit with if it wasn't for the internet. I know. 
I don't know what I'd okay. do. I am baby. Uh, I gotta shout out um, Cowtown really quick mm-hmm. because um, oh yeah, it's a good song. And uh, before I um, went to see them last year, I was so excited. I was telling everybody at work, "Hey, I'm going to go see them at the Giants in concert!" Yay! And everyone was like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> and, That's kind of surprising. Uh, and then I uh, talked to my friend Penny from work and she was like oh I loved them my favorite song was Cowtown back in the day and I was like whoa that's awesome Yeah. I, my favorite part about that is the little mouth sounds that are made in the chorus <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just like a synth lead but no that's just them going like mur, mur, mur. oh that's is so it really cool. I thought that's it, so cool I figured it was some sort of like cow noise on a, on a keyboard or something that yeah that's I'm going and it's got, and like, the verses have this nice little, like, Sega Genesis era synth in there, if you listen hard enough. Mm. Yeah. I, I like that kind. I like those kinds of old synths. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like uh, Life Still Little Bottle. Mm. Like a good one. Yeah. That nice little saxophone in there. Yeah. That I, I can't tell which one. It, I, I, I can't tell my saxes apart. I'm sorry. I can't like either. <laughs> I know I listen to a lot of jazz and everything. I don't know the fucking difference. I know the difference between uh, between saxophones that normal people would, would like and like John Zorn saxophone that I would like. <laughs> yeah, my favorite like f- my favorite like thing piece of trivia is that Bill Clinton's favorite saxophone player is Peter Bratzman. Is that true? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, hmm. he's up there. Yeah. He's up there. Like that's that's so awesome. That almost that almost makes up for like sometimes I feel bad that my three favorite saxophonists are like are like white are like skinny white dudes. <laughs> Not like where jazz actually culturally began. I mean it's okay. You can't you can't overanalyze everything about yourself. <sighs> Like John Zorn rules, Peter Bratzman rules, Coltrane so rules. Everybody's fine. Sorry, Max, and you're Max very is... problematic. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell everyone. You guys, you guys are the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> good, good to know. Uh, At you, Bob, you're one of the good ones. You know, it's a... My daddy always said, don't trust a man what's made out of gas. Come and gleep clop. You know, it's a weird one on here is shoehorn with teeth. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I really like supposedly, that. Supposedly, I've heard that that one has like a lot of weird like sex analogies in it. I don't he know. asks the girl if they can both sit in a chair, but he doesn't get nervous. She's not really there. That's obviously about masturbation. It's about fucking. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> how if, can... if if you're if if two people are gonna sit in a chair together, there's only one way that that's going. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you just uh, made you just made Mal sound, uh, sound really sinister. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line is uh, tour the world with a heavy metal band, but they run out of gas, so plane can never land. <laughs> and there's the obvious one, which 
might be, which is sounds like a direct rip from a Woody Allen quote. How can you be busy returning to the? Oh, how can you be busy thinking of the tomb when you're much too busy returning to the womb? Mm. By the way, wow, you guys didn't even mention the best line from that song, which is "People should get beat up for stating their beliefs." (laughs) Well, it's not an analogy, but that's still a great line. By the way, can we all agree Woody Allen's kind of a creep? (laughs) I thought we settled that long ago. Ages. (laughs) He should he should be dead by now. I don't know what the fuck is problem. He should be dead. R. Kelly should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Just kill all those motherfuckers. Guillotine even them. If it, even if his recent fiasco isn't true, he's still a he's still horrible. Yeah. 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 All of his movies are just about wanting to fuck young women in weirdly yeah. paternalistic ways. And it came to fruition. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have I have no problem saying, a his movies aren't that good. <laughs> Just watch a fucking Bergman movie from the seventies. Get over it. They're so much like, better. They're so much better. I mean, I, I like a lot of authors and writers that I like a lot of writers and movie and movie people that usually are assholes. No, I, mean, I, case do. Point, I do too. I'm just yeah. saying that. People try to tell you all the time that Woody Allen is good, and he's not. He sucks. Case in point, and this might make some people cringe, but my two favorite writers are Charles Bukowski and William S. Burroughs. Well, you're so young. (laughs) William S. Burroughs is really good. Well, you're still young. That's your only excuse for liking Bukowski. I'm sorry. It's all good, though. It's all good. No, I I like Burroughs, though. I do. Yeah. As a, as a person, he's kind of eh, but eh, I mean, as he did, a writer, he did shoot his wife. <laughs> he says that's by accident, but yeah, you can only you be so what? accidental, bud. You, you know what? It wasn't that much of an accident. Though <laughs> so he has said that, like, it haunts him to this day. That's I'm sure, uh, he, I'm he, sure it does. Well, not yeah. anymore because he's dead. He's dead. I don't know. They're both dead now. Aside from that, I mean, if, if you wanted to hang out with the guy, he'd just let you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, uh, that's the sign of a good person. Yeah. I will say, like, uh, I don't like thinking of They Might Be Giants as a band with, like, any sort of sexual element to them. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. So I, I well. They, I, I, they, I know that, I mean, it's there. But certainly not to the extent of like a Devo or something. And I think I want their music to be chased. Well, I mean, mm. uh, oh, shit. Santa's that's Beard, a- for instance. I mean, yes, uh, which is a really good song. I really like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's clearly innuendo laden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is the line is the line about the mistletoe? Are they supposed? Are they both supposed to be screaming, or is she just screaming twice? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Because I I love to hear yeah. I love to hear uh, see a shouting match between two people under the mistletoe. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's what it's for, isn't it? Just yell at yeah. each other. Um, and how yeah. about "Kiss Me, Son of God"? That song is so goddamn. Ah, it's so great. It is so it's great. A, it's probably my it's, favorite. Song that might be my album. favorite too, actually. Yeah. That it, piece it's of strange. Dirt. It's got a nice political edge to it. Yeah. 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 
I built a little empire out of some crazy garbage called the blood of the exploited working class. But they've overcome their shyness, now they're calling me your highness, and the world's free. Kiss me, son of God. Destroyed the bond of friendship and respect Between the only people left Who'd even look me in the eye Now I laugh and make a fortune Off the same ones that I tortured And the world screams Kiss me, son of God I look like Jesus So they say But Mr. Jesus I think they've mentioned them like multiple times. Like this song was, we didn't know it was about this person, but it was, but it is now. I think they said that about the Waltons and George W. Bush. <laughs> well, I, I just, I really love the way he sings. Like, kiss me, son of God. You can just see yeah. this and, like uh, smarmy fucking dick in a suit, like holding up, yeah. like Let winking at you and like pointing to see if this is true. <laughs> oh yeah, right here. In a, this is a, this is a nice little anecdote. In an inter, in interview in 1987, they said, "This song we played on a TV station in Kansas City, Missouri, right after the I look like Jesus line, they pulled us off the air. <laughs> Still waiting for an apology." Ah, uh, that's that's such a great line, though. I look I, like I Jesus, love, so love, they say. But Mr. Jesus Mr. is very Jesus. far away. I love, I love <laughs> yeah. Mr. Jesus. That's so funny. Mm. My favorite line is it's in the same part where it says, um, "Now you're the only one here that can tell me if it's true that you love me and I, and love, I love me." me. <laughs> yeah. I think another song to mention, which is I think criminally overlooked on this album, is "Snowball and Howl." Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I just love. I, that, that's got that little bit from I don't know what it's from in the middle, but you know. The, oh, hold on. You know, there's another the time was money I, I got trick. pulled up. Yeah, supposedly it comes from a 1977 cassette reissue of a 1961 self-help LP called How to Master Time Organization. Mm. And according to the person who gave it to them, their producer Bill Krause, it has almost nothing to do with how to organize yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just like I just how do you the- how do you organize yourself like alphabetically? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal? <laughs> <clears throat> So, so is it flood time then? It is for it's always flood time as far as yeah. I forgot to mention purple toupee, but it's flood time. <laughs> I love this album so much, and I is hadn't there... listened to it in a really long time until like last week, and I was just like, "Holy shit! I forgot how good this is." When when there's a song on here with two words in it, and that even that song's great, this you know you're in for a trip. <laughs> Minimum wage. Minimum wage. Yeah. 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 That totally <laughs> that totally sums it up too. Mm-hmm. Like. And then that was song. Can't remember what it was in. Like minimum wage specifically. What's that? I've I've heard minimum wage on TV somewhere, and I can't remember what. That's interesting. Let's see. 
This Hold is on. an album that dares to ask all the really important, hard-hitting questions. Why is the world in love again? <laughs> why are we marching hand in hand? And why are the ocean levels rising up? It doesn't See, just ask so, them, so it answers them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brand new oh, record. Oh, it wasn't on TV. Oh, it was on TV. It was on Squirt TV on a, on MTV. I don't remember that. Squirt TV? Squirt. On a, oh, it's the, the Jake Fogelness show. show. Yeah. That, Jake Fogelness that, um, had a show when he was like 14 or something. Oh. Uh, yeah, Jake Fogelness. Jake Fogelness, yeah. That, it was that, also I, in. It was also in the first episode of Thirty Days, the Morgan Spurlock show. Oh yeah. Oh. That asshole. Ah, <laughs> Morgan Spurlock. I remember that one. Yeah. I had to watch Super Size Me in my eighth grade health class. And of course you did. Everyone Everybody did. did. Well, especially because, like, yeah, the food industry is fucking terrible, and McDonald's is horrible for you, but. If you eat 30 days, if you eat like a month's worth of anything, you're going to be in a trouble. And, he, and it wasn't even that, yeah. too. It said he went completely, he didn't eat normal amounts. Yeah, and didn't he go from like being vegetarian or something to like from eating... Being vegan to eating... Yeah, you can't, you can't just, you can't do that. You got to ease your way into it. Yeah, yeah, no wonder he was puking all over the place. Yeah, that that gives me, like, like when people try to talk about like the GMO shit with Monsanto, when when there's much more evil beyond that that needs to be talked about. Yeah, and, and what better place to talk about it than here? Yeah, oh well. <laughs> anyway, this album is so good. Every song rules. Yes. Even the songs that you don't think are that great, they are. Yeah. I'd like also, to highlight... It has Ardo Lindsay on hearing aid. I was going to say that too, which... Yeah. You know, yeah, I, it doesn't have any right to be as good as it is because it's such a barren song by the end. But I love that last part. Yeah, it's it rules. No, I yeah. like, I love that hearing actually, aid. That's one of my favorite songs on here, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't seem like it would work, but it does. And maybe that's just because we're all weird, buzzed out, and noise rock heads. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. If I had a copy of of DNA on DNA sitting here, I might just try and crush it and snort it. <laughs> We've all been I, there. I, I do, just so I can still be able to listen to it, but... I remember I had a DNA uh, t-shirt and I wore it to a screening of the film Computer Chess and some guy and I had a conversation about No Wave for like five minutes. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. Caroline making friends. <laughs> This yeah, I don't. Name. I don't know his name. I never talked to him again. He's probably <laughs> dead by now. This is the album that has the Tiny Tunes connection. That's right. Yep. It is. Yeah. Yes. Istanbul and Particle Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Istanbul is a better song, but Particle Man's pretty good too. It's funny. I love Particle Man. I, it's I, had the, I had the DVD that uh, had like the They Might Be Giants music videos on it, and uh, they had like commentary for. Uh, the Tiny Tunes videos, and um, like uh, they were watching the Particle Van Tiny Tunes thing, and uh, I don't know if you remember the content of this video, but it's like Plucky Duck is in like a wrestling match with the various characters of Particle Man, and they're all yeah. just like beating the shit out of him, <laughs> and uh, <Yeah>. and <laughs> they're like watching this video because apparently they had like never 
or maybe they had seen it, but they hadn't like seen it since it was made or whatever. And they were just like, yeah. wow, this is, like, really violent. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly they had, like, no involvement in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, like they, they got into, like, a lot of weird deals. We'll talk about, like, a huge one-off when Apollo 18 comes along. But... Yeah. Um... Also good. Your racist friend is kind of relevant. <laughs> I love it. I get that's why I'm stuck in my head all the time. <laughs> The universal experience of hearing some yeah. guy saying racist shit at a party. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of our current president. Not because I think Trump's a racist, but because he says so much stupid shit. Mm. Oh, you mean so much racist shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there is the whole build a wall. Uh... <laughs> Don't try to defend him, man. I'm not trying to defend him. No, I was I saying, know. like, goes beyond that. <laughs> No, I fucking hate him. Good. As well you should. Though I feel like if he gets impeached, we're going to have even more problems. Mm. But, um... <laughs> I love the way... I love the way... Yeah, I love the way your racist friend is structured. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It's such a good song. Yeah, it's Like, that, that yeah. part in the middle with all the horns. Yeah. Yeah. And the solo goes from, like, really shredding guitar solo to the horns going wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Should I highlight that Steve from Blues Clues covered Dead? Huh. Have you? Did you know that? No. Oh, was this on his uh, album Songs for Dust Mites? I don't know, but I I just remember it because there was a uh, in retrospect, not very good covers album for They Might Be Giant Song, and the only ones that were really of stature were it was the Frank Black cover of Road Movie to Berlin and the Steve Burns cover of Dead. There you go. Dead but, is one of my favorite songs on here. Like, um, yeah. whenever I saw him in concert, everybody sang along. Oh. It was amazing. Was it just like solo piano? Like, did they do it like just yeah. like on the album? Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs, maybe ever. Like, I just love it's, it. Yeah. It is also better than the Pixie song of the same name. I'm sorry, but it is. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's a to- I, I it's love- a real toss up for mm. me. I love the Pixies, and I love they might be giants, but I, but I don't hear myself do- singing along to the Pixies one as much as the other. Yeah, that's fair. But I love, I love, I love the lyrics. Like I love, I didn't apologize for when I was eight, and I made my younger brother <laughs> to be my personal thing. Yep, and I've never seen myself, uh, and I will never say the word procrastinate again, and I'll never see myself in the mirror with my eyes closed. Yeah, <laughs> that's sad. We never will. Not I know. <laughs> I remember like the first time I heard that song, I was like, "Damn, dude!" Whoa, that's so <laughs> true. Up. I got the track listing. There's so many good songs here. Uh, Hot Cha is about a, is about a board game piece. Mm. Really? Yeah. Although supposedly Flans' brother thinks it's about him. <laughs> Why would it be? Oh, about by the him? way, I don't know. But have I mentioned that John Flansburg's brother is like a is like a nuclear power like sub- protester or something? It's really weird. Hmm. Cool. Like, he's actually kind of famous in Europe for it. Ooh. Good for him. And he has some 
He has some weird, like, new age name, like Paxis something. <laughs> Paxis? Paxis. <laughs> like Paxis Calta or something. Like he gave uh, himself a name. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. His parents didn't. His parents didn't christen him as Paxis Flansburg. That would be kind of funny if they did. Yeah. <laughs> like it's always but, funny when there's families where like one kid has a normal name and then all the other kids have like crazy names. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Woman and Men, which I don't have much to say about it other than it's a better song than Woman and Man by Wayne. <laughs> Man, you're just you're just tossing out all these. Uh... I will say, I will say that uh, this song, "Sapphire Bullets of Pure Love," is better than the Mahavishnu Orchestra song of the same name. I, that is a band that is on my blind spot, and I know it shouldn't be. Mm. Uh, their first two albums are really good: "The Intermounting Flame" and um, "Birds of Fire." Those are great albums. Every time I see like. <laughs> These days, unfortunately, if I see, like, prog rock and it's not... They're jazz not, fusion, like, man. Okay, okay, that's another one. If I hear jazz fusion or prog or post-rock, I get a little scared when I see them. Okay, well, they're, so they're, much... really, they're really good. Okay. It's just there's a lot of bad bands in the, under those I genres. know, but they're really good. <laughs> uh, I just want to say uh, the song Twisting is better than The Twist by Chubby Checker. Yeah. <laughs> Chubby oh, Checker God. went back to that well a lot. <laughs> like, there, he has a, a lot, lot of, of songs. He has yeah. a lot of songs about, like, want... dances. Mm. Yeah. You Wanna Rock is better than I Wanna Rock. By Twisted <laughs> I agree with that. I love that. that, that I love all every song in this album I love. I really do. I want to yeah. point out that uh, They Might Be Giants almost did a bad cunt. Company Black Sabbath. They had a song called "They Might Be Giants." They had an album called "They Might Be Giants." Hey, but, yeah. but they time. saved it for this one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's more of a talk talk than a living in a box. True. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a living in a box. <laughs> no, that I have no right. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. That song just makes me laugh because it's fucking weird. Uh, we haven't talked about Birdhouse in your soul. Uh, yeah, fuck are we doing? What's to say? It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a really good one. Yeah. I heard a version of them playing on what was it, Leno? Mm-hmm. And the, they had played with the full Leno band, and uh, it was pretty cool. The drummer gave it like a backbeat, and I didn't really think that fit, but it was kind of neat to hear the whole. The, the regional probably, fleshed out. Yeah, I, I I don't know if anybody here can speak from personal experience, but from our, from what I remember, "Bounce in Your Soul" was like a bona fide hit song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't around. It's a song. A, it's a song a lot of people know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably not. As I mean, I, as Istanbul though. Probably not. Yeah. But like a lot of a lot of people, but but like a lot of people know Istanbul. Like my dad knows that song from when it was. From like the fifties. <laughs> yeah, before that song originally. Because I yeah. remember I was like singing it one time. He was like, "How do you know that song?" I was like, "How do you know that song?" <laughs> and I have heard Istanbul in a grocery store before. Then they might be Giants version. Cool. Yeah. And then it was followed by "Kiss from a Rose." <laughs> yeah, waves. <laughs> Man, it's it's rare to get two there. great songs in a row at a grocery store. I yeah. always. I always feel like the most depressed I've ever been is every time they play Dreams by the Cranberries at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, but I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. 
No, but yeah. it's just it's just the fact I feel like that song is trying to be like a great piece of art. <laughs> I'm just like buying milk. Well, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't zombie be even more depressing for the same reason? Yeah. Like it's the song yeah, about a hor- about like a horribly oppressive regime, and you're hearing it like at a because gr- I've heard that at a grocery store too. Yeah, I'm I have like, too. I've heard I've heard all the cranberries. I figured zombie hits. would be too hard song- for a grocery store. Yeah. This song is about the IRA, and I'm currently buying, like, a pound of lettuce. <laughs> That's a lot of what lettuce, pal. <laughs> I don't, like, isn't a head of lettuce, like, a pound almost? I don't know. I don't know. By the way, I don't buy lettuce. <laughs> I just, was the first yeah, that was just a random... Hey, I buy lettuce. There's nothing wrong with buying lettuce. I mean... I know, know, but I'm like, I, I, I don't have a lot of experience. Usually if I'm at the store... Like, I'm gonna go buy some red velvet Oreos. That's <laughs> uh, excuse me, where's the Pop Tart section? <laughs> I'm 19, I live at home, I, I, I don't have that many worries. Wait till you're 26, boyo. Wait till I'm 26 and I live at home. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I'm living. Uh, no, no, no disrespect, Caroline. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We, uh, there's still great songs on here, but should we move on? I don't know. I, I'm I not. Think we, I, I think I, we kind I, of have to. I yeah. want to mention a couple, a couple others. Okay. All right. I, I mean, we mentioned we want to rock, but uh, the lyrics to that song are like insane. But everybody wants to rock to wind a piece of string around. Throw the crib door let the people crawl inside Someone in this town Is trying to burn the playhouse down They want to stop with one to one A rock to wind a string around But everybody wants a rock to wind A piece of string around If I were a carpenter I'd hammer on my piglet I'd collect the seven dollars And I'd buy a big prosthetic for from the everybody wants prosthetic foreheads on the real heads doesn't it come from this island earth uh i don't know I the science fiction movie yeah i don't know i just mm. literally imagine a bunch of people with gigantic foreheads walking around that's kind of what this island earth is uh that was uh, the movie that they riffed on for uh the mst3k MST. movie um yeah. and i always thought that that was where it came from but yeah they the lyrics are crazy, and they're so it's, good. It's just this, like, it, it builds up this, like, war between the people yeah. who want to rock you know what, to one you know string around. The, you know what I just saw recently again? Huh. Do you guys remember the episode of Space Ghost where they make fun of, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey and they have Joel Hodgson as a guest? 
No, I don't remember hmm. that one. I remember the one where they're oh. following like a fire ant around. Yeah. And the whole episode is just like My dad like really irresponsibly let me wa- watch a lot of adult swim shows at a very young age. Yeah. And I'm probably I had a TV I had a TV it. in my room when I was really little and um like Space Ghost was before Adult Swim and I definitely remember watching it like waking oh. up in the middle of the night and watching it when I was like six seven years old yeah no no it was just because my dad was a pothead in the early 2000s so what the fuck sure. else are you gonna watch? so he collected sure. i'm sure your dad was watching a lot of aqua teen hunger force oh you know it yet every season cool <laughs> nice great show i shouldn't have been watching it at eight years old but great show <laughs> kids don't be me <laughs> yeah you're doing fine yeah uh, I think Road Movie to Berlin is a beautiful song. Yep. Yes. Famous, famously covered by Frank Black, which is yeah. it's an interior cover. <clears throat> then again, Frank Black is not it good without Kim Deal. Uh, well, I really love Trompe Lamont, and she's not really on. I mean, she's on it, but she doesn't really do anything. Uh, oh, but right, real quick, let Someone Keeps Moving My Chair is pretty good, too. Someone Keeps Moving My Chair is great. I've had that stuck in my head all day. And, like, <laughs> it, it, it's a sad song, in a way. And, like, the, the arpeggios in the chorus, where it's like, you know, and he says, I don't mind, yeah. this thing that is so fucking good. I could, weird, because I, I, I'm speaking to somebody who's never experienced depression, <laughs> so you can, like, come on, you can, like, comment, but that. I feel like that would be a good analogy for this one in a way. Like, okay, you can do whatever the fu- whatever fucked up shit you want to me. Nothing matters. Yeah, kind of. I mean, kind yeah. of. I don't know. I have the opposite problem, so. <laughs> you do fucked up shit to other people. No, I meant you meant the opposite problem of depression. Oh, you're too ha- you're too happy. No, I'm not too happy. I just I, I'm just feeling everything at once, and it and it's making me go insane. Uh, oh, so you so you're manic. Yep, or just I got good old autism induced anxiety. Been there. Yeah. So don't worry about it. But yeah, uh, every every song this album's good. If you haven't heard this album, what the fuck are you doing? It's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good starting point, honestly. It's a great starting point. Yeah. yeah. See, I I say just dive fucking bring into the first two but that, that's yeah. just me well, cause, yeah cause each album each album is worse than the last unfortunately not to say that any of these albums are bad but you know um, just saying it, they, they, it's like an REM so, so on that note uh, Apollo 18 uh, I really like this one I like this one more than I thought I yeah. would this one is famous for being have you guys heard about this this album was sponsored by NASA. <laughs> what? What? Why? Well, because 1992 was supposedly, for some goddamn reason, International Space Year, and I guess the story goes that like Flansburg would do the graphic design for the first four albums, and he went to the he went to the to the NASA headquarters to find a picture of the moon lander, because back in the early 90s you had to find this stuff in an archive. Yeah. And. They and like one of the guys there realized that they were they might be giants and they had a couple minor hits a year ago. So like, hey, do you want to be like the the 
as John Linnell said, the spokesman for this thing we're doing, and they were like, okay, will you give us money? They were like, yeah. <laughs> cool. And on the press release, NASA un- uh, uh, erroneously <laughs> referred to them as Jim and Jim, and they referred to them <laughs> as a while. I think, like, in one of these songs, they, they, they said, like, I said to Jim or something because of that. The, that's, the guitar that's song. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good song. That is great. Not as good as Guitar Song by... Okay, I'll stop that joke. But not as good as Guitar Song by the Dead Milkman. <laughs> Man, I love the Dead Milkman. Have we done an episode on them yet? We haven't. Oh, and oh, we should. We should. They, uh, the Dead Milkman have, re- have referenced Big Black in one of their songs. I'm sure they have. Yeah, Sri Lanka Sex Hotel. Yeah, they referenced Little Johnny Worcester, too, because he was, like, friends with them. Hmm. I saw a girl oh, in a no. dead milkman shirt the other day, and it made me happy, but I didn't say anything yeah. to her. That's like when we went to see the Melvids, I saw, like, a middle-aged lady in a Jesus Lizard shirt, and I was like, man, I really can have it all one day. <laughs> there, but for the grace <laughs> so of God, gotta... go I. I feel like before anything else, we should mention fingertips, because it's such a weird idea. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. reminds me so much of um, the resonance. Yeah, because like, like the whole that's such a that's such like a, rev- a resonance idea. Yeah, it's such a resonance idea. Although and, it's not um, as depressing as the commercial album. No, the de- the commercial album is high fucking tragedy. <laughs> have you? This is on. Have you seen this too? Uh, on the supposedly, I know we're talking about the residents now, but supposedly on like the. The residents fan, like residents official website. Somebody wrote about that album being kind of a story about like somebody losing their life. Yeah, yeah, I actually have seen. Well, it's not just losing their life. It's like, um, oh wait, wait, are you talking about the commercial album or fingertips? Yes, the commercial album. No, oh, never not, mind. I thought you were talking about fingertips. Never mind. Fingertips. Not, I don't. I fingertips is a story. I haven't heard it, but. Oh, I just I, I just read someone who like tried who wrote this whole long thing about how fingertips is like the story of one person's entire life from like birth to death. Um, oh, cool. Nah, I just I just know. <laughs> um, I know that... said they put the songs in order, like a specific order, but that's pretty much all they said about it. Right. They just want to make things as catchy as possible in just a short amount of time as possible. Right. Yeah. Um, I know that. The one of the song, the fi- the actual titular fingertips bit, the vocal on that is sung by the guy from the Holy Mo- Modal Rounders. Really? Oh, yeah, cool. I did not know that. Not heard a word of them, but I'm sure they're great. So maybe maybe I should explain fingertips for those of you that haven't heard this album. Like fingertips is like a suite of 21 uh, very short song snippets. Yeah, they're all like. 10 seconds. Right. At, I know, think the longest yeah. one is like 30 seconds. Yeah. No, the longest one's almost a minute long. But uh, okay. Oh, it is a, exactly a minute long, but still. Wait, which one are you talking about? The last uh, one. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but kind of the idea behind it was that, like, they encouraged people, like, put this album on shuffle, and, like, you'll just get these, like, little bits of weirdness in between, like the the more fully fleshed out songs you know but um, oh kind of like the yeah it's kind of like the otomo yoshihide yamatsuka uh, collaboration project the night of the before the death of the sampling virus 
It's exactly it's exactly like that, and I'm sure that <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, what they, they were, were thinking, thinking of. of. Uh, Caroline, have you heard that before? Huh? Okay, have you heard that before? Because if any of us have, it would be you. I don't think I've heard that one. Um, it, it, imagine a more spastic Ground Zero with little snippets of Yamatsuka Ice screaming in it, and you're supposed sounds, to play it on something. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds like the, the, the one thing I really like is uh, Destroy 2, the We Are Voice and Rhythm Only, and it was like Yamatsuka oh, yeah. and some guy on drums. Yeah. Oh, I the weird part up. is that is yeah. the drummer's the dude from Corrupted. Really? Yeah, which is the opposite of what Destroy Two is. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Corrupted are a great band. Yeah, Corrupted are they're better than you know what I'm calling it. They're better than Sun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. A lot come of come on. Sun, Sun has like Sunno. Two <laughs> <laughs> I always like I'm always afraid I I spend so much of my time afraid that like metal dudes are gonna yell at me. <laughs> and so I have I, a like, feeling yeah. I, have I know a feeling. that it's sun. But it's stupid. It's I have sun-o. a theory that because I call of them the sun because I like it. I think that's yeah. a better name. It's than better. So I have a feeling that because of because of the name, Steve o- Stephen O'Malley is like the closest thing to an SJW in the metal community. Because he might actually get mad if you pronounce the name wrong. Like, did you just mis- misidentify my band, bro? <laughs> Sonno. I mean, uh, you gotta know that it's a fucking letter. People are gonna pronounce it. You can't just put a letter in it's your re- name and be like, but don't pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of monster does that? You're just trick- trying to trick people. Mm. Yeah, if you do some crazy thing that's different from most people, that's fine. Just don't get mad when people mistake it. Son, oh, that's all. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but the fingertips bits are really cool, and yeah, um, I love fingertips. Some of them are really funny, also. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my uh, favorite in particular is I found a new friend underneath my pillow. <laughs> uh, I like I like. The please pass the milk please one for the for the bass line. It's got this like fun little yeah, yeah. yeah. bass to it. Uh, and then yeah. the, I heard a sound. I turned around. Turned around to find the thing that made the sound. And uh, mysterious what's that right thing here? doing here. <laughs> yeah. I just like that twenty second mystery. I can't <laughs> hit that. Now. Uh, a mysterious whisper. Yeah. I'm having a heart I, attack. My voice is too baritone. <clears throat> I, I like the keyboard tone on the I'm having a heart attack bit. That's a, yeah. That's nice. That like... Uh, fun fact, I haven't seen this because unfortunately I haven't seen TMBG live. They don't play in Vegas, but supposedly when they play I'm having a heart attack, they would... Uh, a long time ago, Flans would like add in some like new kids on the block-esque lyrics to it. In between, <laughs> like what? That's funny. Oh, hold on. Let me load up the page for it. They did play I, fingertips I when I saw them, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they wouldn't. Play them too. Yeah. According uh, to the to the wiki, they would only play "I'm Having a Heart Attack" until like 2004, where they played the whole thing. Uh, one of one example was between the imagine the "I'm Having a Heart Attack" and the middle parts are "Girl, you know it's true," H E. 
A R T attack to you, girl. And if I should die before we freak, know that I will always love you. No, I don't like that. I don't want sex in. <laughs> in your they might be in, giants. No, I don't uh, want. I that. find it hilarious because of how. I mean, I I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that they've had it. Yeah, I don't it's know. Fun. My sense of, my sense of humor is too juvenile to not enjoy that. But that is funny. Yeah. But how about the other songs on here? All right, yeah, the actual ones. To me, the winner is I Palindrome I. Like that's, yeah, that's that yeah. and there's a there yeah I Palindrome I. Statue got me high is a close runner up. Yeah, I love the statue got me high. Spider's yeah. my favorite. Which one? Oh, spider. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's just silliness. That's that's a that's a ser- that's like an obvious parody of Boris the Spider, right? I don't know what that is. The, the Who song? Yeah, that's like... The song is awesome. Yeah, the Who have a lot. A lot of, like, great... Yeah, the Koopity Koop Yeah, I think so, probably. Yeah. It's weird how, like, a lot of great, quote... I mean, considered legendary, like, UK bands from the 60s originally started as, like, the dumbest bands ever. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I mean... That like the Beatles, the Who. No, but Boris the Spider is so much better than like fucking the dumb shit that they did later. Yeah, and I <clears throat> I, I I personally cannot stand that people try to say that like Mersey Beat era Beatles are like is like super genius. I'm like this is <laughs> no, it's none of it's good. I mean, it's good. But no, like it's um, not bad, but it's not really good. But with either. the Who, with the Who, like the Who Sell Out is my favorite Who album. Yeah, and I think like Quadrophenia and stuff is like really boring. The Beatles mm. were best at making hippy dippy shit. Mm. Yeah, I like the Who mm. best when they were just like kind of a weird, fun pop band. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, other songs on this. Uh, Dinner Bell is another great. But Dinner Bell is about Pavlov. Pavlov. Cool, the guy with the dogs. Yeah, and I love the part in the middle where, like, you can hear John Flansburg backwards singing. Or Linnell, sorry. I can't tell the difference between the two of them. Yeah, there's that one... You guys know the one part where, like, he's singing, like, the lyrics really weirdly? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually recorded himself singing the the words backwards and then playing them back for that. (laughs) Uh, So it was, like, in Twin Peaks... Yeah. When they do the That's thing. why it's all like, dinner bell, dinner bell, ring. Cool. I like the part where he's like, I don't know whether I'd rather be having a pizza or a pizza. I don't know whether I'd rather be having a pair. Yeah. I don't know whether I'd rather yeah. be having a... I don't know the yeah. thing, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that song's got a lot of, like, fancy... Fancy stuff. Mm. Like, yeah. so a lot of tracking the, and... Yeah. A lot of these songs from the from this era have, like, especially on Flood and Apollo 18, they've explained us, we wrote the song because we have a sampler now and we can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Yeah, like sampling uh, Didi Ramon for uh, See the Constellation. Yeah, but yeah. that's why Spider exists, that's why Dinnerbell exists, and that's why off the last album, uh, Istanbul exists, because they can just do anything now. Yeah. What else is good here? Uh, I like uh, I like on see the constellation. Um, 
they have a reference to Warren Zevon, the song Poor Poor Pitiful Me. Mm. Which I like Warren Zevon. So. I, I feel yeah. like I should give him more of a chance because I've because I've seen a song title of his. Supposedly he has a song called Everything Everyone's Fucking Shit Up or something like that. Yeah. Um, like, he, he's good. But like it's like, it's like it's dad music, but it's yeah. a really good, like kind of funny, quirky example of that. And I mm. like Werewolves I like Werewolves of London, which is the only Zevon song I've heard, but I just feel like is this just gonna be is this like the extent of his greatness? Like was he a one song guy? No, there- Excitable no, Boy no, no. the song is really good. Um he has a lot of great songs. And the Pixies Clear used to cover funny. the Pixies used to cover um Ain't That Pretty at All. Yeah. So of course, like that's what I used to think of Tiny Tim, and now I adore his music. Yeah, he's not like crazy like a Tiny Tim, but he's really good. Yeah. What else is good? I feel like we should we should give space shoot spacesuit a fair shake because it's such like that's a, a, a uh, sounding song. Yeah, I think it's one of the better songs on here actually. You know, I I you know looking at this track list, I don't know, man. Like I I feel like a lot of this stuff is weak. You know, like, it's not as good as the last ones, but no, I still would get this. Still was on my RYM as a nine out of ten, which I stand by. But this is where they started to fall off. Mm. Oh, by the yeah. way, before we stop talking about spacesuit, that's the first song they wrote. Really? Really? Yeah, it was yeah. originally titled "All Remember Third Street." Is surprisingly is just a bunch of guitar chords that John Linnell learned recently, and he was trying to like memorize. So that was just him writing notes. Cool. Hmm. It sounded really nice. The demo version of it so is pretty good, but it's not. But it doesn't have those little. It doesn't have the melodica part on it, which is why it's not as. Mm-hmm. Also, doesn't have those little random little burps in the middle of the, and like the the second part. Yeah, you need that. Yeah, by the way, on that second refrain with the melodica in there, am I the only person who hears them? Hears like somebody going like, like harmonizing to like the everything, or is that just? product of an accordion mm. playing at the same time. I don't know. I need to listen just, to it again. Yeah, I just hear somebody in the background going like, ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I just can't tell what that is. Anyway, enough. Uh, Narrow Your Eyes is pretty good. Yeah, see, that's that's one that I would call weak, for instance. Like, uh, it's uh, cash. It's, like, that's a good uh, pop song. It, it it shouldn't be a They Might Be Giant song, but it's a good pop song. Mm. It sounds like they're uh, ripping off the Who <laughs> with the harmonies in the chorus. I'll, I'll admit that that uh, She's Actual Size is kind of a weak track. Mm. I actually like that one. Yeah. I mean, none of these are bad, but still. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't hate like this album, but it's uh, uh, I don't know. It's, if I wasn't if I wasn't shy, it wouldn't be great. But the lyrics to it are great too. That's good. <laughs> at least I destroy all the. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the more uh, slicked up production because like there's a lot more live instrumentation on this album than the, even on Flood. Yeah. You know. Although mm-hmm. this is one that they that they did that they didn't have any help on like this was completely released produced by them like they had help on the other three mm. uh hall of heads is great that might be my favorite song on this entire record mm. really 
know. Yeah, this is okay, well, I guess. <laughs> um, that instrumental in the beginning. Yeah, and yeah, I like, I like the, and I like the the pitched up harmonies. I don't right. know. <laughs> you're you're allowed to like it. It, it's just cool. It's also about impending doom and stuff, so you have that. Yeah. I just heard the crickets chirping. I'm like, oh no, I picked the wrong favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Snatch Got Me High again, guys. That's a great song, right? <laughs> Snatch Got Me High is good. It's yeah. very good. The statue got me But, uh, should we talk about John Henry? Yeah, let's talk yeah, about John Henry. One, like the, the, this one's too long. It is too long. Um, I appreciate yeah. that, that it has like the most like mid '90s cover that they could do because they have the fucking photograph of a little girl. Because yeah. that was the thing back then. Yeah, green mind yeah. style. Yeah. Except she's not smoking a cigarette. No, this girl's just holding like a pickaxe. <laughs> hey, am I back on? Yeah. yeah. All right. Now my phone can't. I hate this. I, I this is my last, last time using this this uh, spare phone I'm using. My the update screen came up and completely cut off my internet connection. Uh, oh. Well, you're you're here. Yeah, you're in business. Um, to me, the big, I mean, John Henry, I talked about this a little bit before, but like, I just feel like they lost something when they like really transitioned into like a legit rock band and what they like, yeah. gained from it doesn't really make up for what they lost. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, we, like, like, I like don't lost this something. Bad. Um, yeah, like, but like Ween lost right. something when they made the transition to a real band, but like they also yeah. gained something too. Whereas yeah, they gained I, a lot. Right. And they're still trying here. There's still great, great songs on here. It's just they're not forced to experiment enough anymore. Well, yeah. and, and you know, like with, with the change in instrumentation also, like the, the first few They Might Be Giants albums, like it sounds like new wave, you know, whereas like mm, with this yeah. more guitar centric approach, it sounds like power pop, which I like less than I like new wave. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's, like, you know, this, yeah. If it weren't for their songwriting, this would be generic schlock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this has like this, I don't dislike this album. I don't either. But it's just, it just, it's just not like what I want to hear from them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is still, I consider this still, like, a good album. Like, this is a 7 out of 10, honestly. Yeah, th- I mean, this is a good album. Yeah. And, like, I, a, I like um, A Self Called Nowhere. I really like that song. I know this song supposedly about depression. It's about what now? I know, a Self Called Nowhere is supposedly about depression. I've just heard that, though. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, I don't know how. Well, that seems pretty... It's kind of, it's pretty sad. Seems pretty on the face yeah. of it, yeah. Um, it's a I thing like named the, it in a bottomless pit. You can't see it there. The sunken head that lies in the bed of a self-called nowhere. Like, that sounds like <laughs> Sounds pretty I think like the line they t- where they tore down my garage to make room for the tore down garage. Yeah. <laughs> I, love when, I love when they do stuff like that. Like, yeah. stuff that's, like, shaped like itself, you know? Hmm. Yeah. I, I think the song starts out really good with Subliminal. That's a really good song. Oh, yeah. Subliminal, yeah, yeah. Subliminal might be their best opener. Hmm. Mm. I, I throw it up there with... Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Anna, 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 Anna Ang. Anna, yeah, Anna Ang. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Uh, You're on Fire from Nanobots, which we're not talking about, but still. It's a <laughs> yeah. good opener. Um, Subliminal is good though, oh. uh, and mm-hmm. but you know what? My favorite song on here. I don't know if this is a weird choice or not, but my favorite song on here is Meet James Ensor. Actually, like that's a good one. It, to me, it's just like that sounds like classic. They might be giants, you know, just this like short, yeah. spiky little like catchy pop song. If the rest of the album was like that, then we'd all be singing its praises. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. I like. I probably like the, the songs like the most of it. The weird little throwaways, like I, oh, do not forsake me. I like a lot. I have a window too. <laughs> For I am one thousand years old. That song isn't even performed by them. It was just written by them. They, yeah. I guess the way it goes is John Flansburg can hit all those notes, but he said it didn't sound as good, and he found like a group of acap- like an acapella group nearby that he liked the sound of, and he was like, "Hey, do you guys want to record a song for They Might Be Giants?" Wow. Yeah. And they weren't even like on a major label. They were just another band in Brooklyn. Huh. Cool. It's mm. pretty neat. I like the song Spy. Mm. Like the middle part where it's all weird. These actually, I saw them doing this live. And they was doing like the Frank Zappa style conducting or just point and make a noise. And then <laughs> he was like, you're out. And he was like turning around in a circle, pointing at different people, pointing at the audience, pointing at band members. And. It was yeah. really cool. <laughs> That's funny. What else? Is- I want to say they played Spy when I saw them too. Like, I, but I, you know, I, I really like the, you know, I like the middle part. It's like Spy, 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 Spy. spy. Yeah. Can I just comment? Why the fuck was Snail Shell the single choice on that? <laughs> well, it I was. Mean, like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Snail Shell was the single off of this one. Um, okay. I like it though. Like, it's not I, a bad I like song, but it's not. I mean, there's better, like, I don't know. I feel like it should have been, like, Dirt Bike or uh, Why Must I Be Sad or Subliminal would have been a good single if it weren't for the last part. Yeah. Like, that, I don't know. Just It seems like there's better choices. Well, you know what? Maybe if you were running things, it would be different. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> Just if I were running things... We, there would be a nuclear crater somewhere. <laughs> mm. You know what? It would probably be aimed at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> shoot a nuke like up and drop it on yourself? <laughs> yeah. 
That would be pretty sweet. I was going to say somebody else. You know, One way to go. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Suicide by nuke, that's a very dramatic way to go out. Yeah, yeah. You're, take, you're taking everybody with you. Yeah, I was just saying, like, maybe I would piss off the Nicaraguans or something. I don't know. Like, like a country that's not even relevant today. <laughs> Nicaraguans nuke. Us. I don't know if the Nicaraguans <laughs> would like to hear you say that. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, it wouldn't even be like Russia or some other superpower. Well, I don't know. What can I say? <laughs> Do uh, we have others to say about this album? Uh, uh, there's the, some great songs. The Good end of the tour. Great... Yeah, yeah the end cool. of the tour I really like. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the um, way the phrases pile on top of each other in the like. Like each line like goes up one note, you know. If there's people yeah. around when the tour runs aground, and if you're still around, like I don't know, it's 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 nice. I kind of yeah. like how bubblegummy sleeping in the flowers is like that, and that I mean, like, it's too long a song, mm. which is funny because that song again is supposedly about suicide. That would make sense. Mm. I, I like uh, unrelated thing. Uh, they might be giants when they really wanted to be. They could be your, like a really good country band. Slap some steel guitar on that, and you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember how unrelated thing goes. But. Not at all, not at all. Said the woman to the man. I was oh yeah, that's that song, song that, that I that I usually skip. That I that I listen to once in a full for this show, and I was like, <laughs> I skip this song usually for the, a reason. The lyrics to it are <laughs> funny because like it's. I th- I've been in that situation many times where I'm like sort of tuning yeah. someone out and they're telling me something depressing, but I'm thinking of something funny, so I'm like smiling, and then they like get pissed oh, yeah. at me. <laughs> so. Oh, I remember an. Oh, I have a nice little embarrassing story for you all. Cool. Ooh, I, I love those. Oh, this is gonna look so bad on my part. I was in a ninth grade health class because in Nevada. You have to it's not. It's class. not gonna look bad at you. You were in ninth grade. Yeah. No, I wasn't being an asshole, but it looked <laughs> like I was being an asshole. Okay. So I was nodding off because I got so little sleep the morning before, and my health teacher was talking about his dad dying of cancer, and I thought of the funniest joke I had thought of in years, and I started laughing for two minutes straight. I am amazed <laughs> how I didn't get detention for that. Yeah. I think I like actually like after class cried and said I'm so sorry I didn't mean to. That's a very awkward moment. Yeah, Yeah. if I was that teacher, I would have been like, "What the hell?" (laughs) He was pissed. I was like, "I'm sorry. I I thought of this, and I I not. I I'm sorry." He was like, "You seem like you really fucking meant this." I just get out of my face. (laughs) Well, there you go. I did not create a person in that class. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I just the the instrumentation of that for to unrelated thing is just so lackluster. Yeah, I mean it's not super memorable, but I mean I kind of feel that way about it, this whole album. Like it's it's maybe it's more the instrumentation than anything else that like makes me yeah. not like it as much. I don't know. And like usually the melodies on this are pretty good, mm-hmm. but it's just the instrumentation. 
Although the only song that doesn't have that much rock instrumentation, I think, is kind of a stinker too, which would be extra savoir faire. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but you know I, I I like I like the synths, man. Where where are the synths? Yeah. There's. No, no, I don't think there's a single synth lead on this entire album. Mm. Not that I can think. What's of. wrong? Hmm. That's good. Um, that and oh, like I said before, uh, just the 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 song lengths also are starting to starting to get out of hand here. There's a uh, half half the songs on this album go over three minutes, which is uh, yeah, which is not good. Also, this album's an hour long. It is an hour long. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a lot of they might be giants to take. Yeah. In yeah. one sitting. What else is good here? Uh, dirt bike is good. Right. Yeah, it's all right. Got horns on. That's also more horns. It's not... Also, like you know, there's there's too many horns on later period. They might be giants albums. I want to see. Yeah, but I, I like a lot. I, I I think I have a problem with horns and rock music. Honestly, get them out of here. They can be used right and wrong. <laughs> Yeah, like, like so like, many things. Like ska, for instance. Let's just you know, or you yeah, know, but what ska if, punk. But I mean. what if? But what if there it's uh, the impression that I get the greatest song <laughs> of all time? Well, that's the exception that proves the rule. It really is. Because that's my uh, fucking rule. But about get back to I've always said there is only <laughs> one ska band and well, ska punk band. Sorry, and they don't have a horn player. What band is that? This is going to sound really normy, but Operation Ivy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sublime. I was about to, like, punch you. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to <laughs> kick you off. I, I gonna... forget their stuff, which is, explains how much I like them. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's talk about Factory Showroom, then, which uh, we're yeah. going to end the episode with here. Uh, uh, I think I like this one better than the last one. one. I don't like this one. You like Billy? You like Factory Showroom better? Yeah, probably just because I heard it more. I yeah. I never listened to uh, John Henry until we started talking about this. Oh, so okay. yeah, I would personally like to thank you, Billy, because I chose John Henry, and I have not listened to this album in five years, and I like this one better more than John Henry now. Mm. I remember not. Yeah, I remember actually not liking <laughs> Factory Showroom at all, but now I I it's. This is dec- this is like an actual. I would say this is pretty good. Well, again, I don't, like, it's shorter. I don't like this one. It's too mellow. <laughs> um, well, can we just mention how terrifying of a song concept the bells are ringing are? Is I know we mentioned that before, but can we elaborate on this? Yeah, please do. Because like, you know the line where it's like the girl with cotton in her ears, and they like pull them out. I'm like, it's just that. That just lines up with one of the biggest fears I have, like just losing my free will in a way, but not dying. Yeah, mm. like they're yeah. they're not responsible for any way anything they do. Mm. People know uh, the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> that like is actually, really scary. Like I've actually, I re- remember listening to the first time this for the first time this week because I've listened to all these albums twice. And I somehow couldn't remember unrelated thing. Uh, and I was on like a caffeine high, and the bells were ringing. Actually, like, ma- actually, like, made me have to stop listening to it and like lay down for a little bit because I was thinking too much about it. <laughs> yeah, it is a scary song. It really is. Yeah, 
But let's uh, S. You know what? There is a bad. There is a song out on here that is outright bad, and it is the first song. Sexy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sexy no, thank is a, you. A regrettable track, I have yeah. to say. No, thank it's, you. It is to use a forced word, cringy. <laughs> yeah, it, you didn't have I to. Just, you didn't have to do that. And it's four minutes long. <laughs> it's so long. There's no reason for it to be that. That's long. probably why I haven't li- don't listen to one that I hear like, sex that. and I'm like, why? What's the interesting thing hmm. about that, Billy? The that wasn't like the CD has a zero track where you actually have to rewind to get to the track. Uh huh. And I've never heard it because I have heard Token Back to Brooklyn, but it's the one off of They Got Lost, not this one. Because I have never the only They Might Be Giants album that I've owned a physical copy of is the first album. There you go. Yeah, I had. I had Flood and Apollo 18 on CD at various points, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to get back into vinyl collecting, and I think I'm going to try to get, at least get the first four. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, to hold off on vinyl purchases until I have a job again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, it's um, easy because I don't have like a, a working record player up here, so it's all good. Yeah. How yeah. are you living unemployed in Brooklyn? Uh, I had some money. <laughs> Uh, saved okay. up, uh, I, I, from my job, and uh, when my grandparents passed away, I got a little bit. So, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, uh, it, it's cool. We weren't super close or anything, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's how I I'm think doing it's just, it. <laughs> I think it's just because I live in like the if the cheapest, if not one of the cheapest cities to live in America, the idea of living in New York is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Like, it's I currently, I, I'm sharing a lease with my stepfather, but I currently live in a three-bedroom apartment that only cop that's only like eleven hundred bucks a month in rent. Hmm. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's outrageous. Like I've said it before, only an idiot would live here. Like, <laughs> just, why did you know. move? Uh, because I'm pursuing a career, but. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot you can do in North Carolina. There's no. <laughs> I mean, there's some stuff to do, but I right. definitely i i await the day when Jeff and Paige come back from New York because uh, I miss them. I miss I miss you too. I miss North Carolina. I really do. Yeah, um, I I I don't want to leave really. Like. And North Carolina is a big state, and there's different places to go. Mm. They all have their own little attitudes. And that's, the weirdest part with me is Nevada is not a big like Nevada is a big state size wise, but it's not a big state city wise. Like it's just like, yeah, there's just, yeah. I don't think I'm ever gonna live leave this place for a very long time because it's just <laughs> so easy to live here, and the weather well, here is nice. Aside from currently, the weather is nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck with your life. I mean, I do like I I do like New York a lot. Like, if it wasn't for yeah. the cost of living, I could definitely. But, see myself uh, by the way, I'd like to here. mention that I'd like to mention that where I live right now, it's currently 110 degrees out and humid. Fuck that. <laughs> Don't care uh, for that. So speaking of happy. New York, uh, there is a song on here called "New York City," 
and I was walking mm-hmm. around in New York City while I listened to it. Uh, yeah. And as you know, everyone's your friend in New York City, which is not true. I can. Tell yeah, you this was right. a this is a cover by um from a band called Cub. If you know that band, oh, okay. Um, they were kind of a. They were like an all girl punk band. Yeah, I know. I've heard one Cub album and I loved it. I need to listen to more of them. Wh- which one? It was uh, Betty Cola. Was that the one? I th- I heard Betty Cola and I don't recognize the cover. It's been a while. Mm. I remember hearing Betty Cola while doing my dishes, and I loved it. Yeah, Betty Cola is really good. I like my share of noise music, but twee pop is another genre I love. Yeah. Mm. You know, speaking of, uh, like, something I noticed when I moved to New York, which I always knew, but I, like, really noticed it when I moved to New York, is just, like, how much shit is set here. Like, in terms of TV and mm-hmm. movies, like, yeah. Yeah. like 75% of media is set in New York. And it's really fucking annoying, oh. actually. Cause it like, is. I live here, man. I don't want to, like, watch shit about it all the time. Like, yeah, our, And our bodegas the worst places in the world? Because I hear that a lot. <laughs> hey, bodegas are great, man. You need a $5 sandwich, they'll hook you up. I, I've heard... I, the, only, the only, like, actual top episode of... of the only time I've watched somebody talk about New York, New York City, essentially extensively, was a Maddox episode, and he fucking hates everything. <laughs> is it? Is that the guy? That's the guy. With that guy the is still fucking, alive. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, he still does stuff. He. Why he the just, hell does he still every do episode? Stuff? <laughs> he just hates Who hates Dude, I, I, no, I just like no. I mean, it was it was the kind of thing when I was like fourteen. Like I just thought it was really funny because it's just you yeah, know, yeah. just vile about like everything and everybody. Uh, he, yeah. he did a seven minute episode long video ranting about how the how awful cuck is is an insult. I'm like, do you really care that much? <laughs> it's a four letter word. I don't like that. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I know kink shaming, but that's a it's a fun word to say too. Cuck. I think it's I think it's your duty to kink shame personally. <laughs> I do it all the time. It, 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 listen, if you're not hurting anybody with your fetish, then fine. Yeah, I know, but some people's fetishes are really funny. So like, uh, yeah, like know. that's the thing. I think it's funny. Like you have to, <laughs> oh, no. like, you have to understand that. All sex is gross, and all sex is really funny. Yeah, no, I hold off because I know that this podcast is, you know, an episode where we a show where we could tol- we should tolerate everyone. But my sense of humor is me making fun of every kind of people group possible indiscriminately. Pretty edgy. Well, bro. you are, well you are you are nineteen years old. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I don't want that to end too. So. Okay. Like I say some horrible, horrible <laughs> shit about people. I don't mean it, and I say it about every every person I can think of. Okay. Pretty edgy, bro. You know what I can say definitively is that the song "Your Own Worst Enemy" is not as good as my own worst enemy. <laughs> by by yeah, that's like a perfect song right there. Yeah, it is. Well, that's it, that is true, but I do like the line about the guy with the messed up face. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I can. What else is good on here? I have to go back to my track listing. Hold on. Uh, I, I, like, I, like I don't remember a lot. Till my headphones off is great. 
Uh, that should open the album. Yeah. <laughs> it should. SCXXY yeah. shouldn't exist. It should be banished from yeah. existence. It's, it, yeah. And they were like, oh, it's a departure for us. We did a song about getting it on. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't have. It was no, stupid. No, that's not them. That's not what you should do. <laughs> some bands, that's that what they... Before. Some bands, that's what they do. Like, Ween, that's what they do. Yeah. And, like, you can de- make a departure that's good. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could have done better than that. I mean, the boredom's turned into some crazy psych rock band, and they're great. Imagine if that was the direction that they might be giants. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Can we just, no, imagine if they might be giants just turned into Nurse with Wound. That would be awesome. <laughs> would be awesome. Not White House. Nurse with Wound. Yeah. Well, Nurse with Wound are like funny and fun and. Yeah, doing White a House lot of is, different stuff. White House is just yeah. a guy screaming about serial killers. Yeah, and Birdseed <laughs> makes me genuinely uncomfortable during some Yeah, place. Birdseed is really uncomfortable. It's yeah, kind of yeah. awful. Which, by the way, if you, if, to anybody listening, if you find Birdseed relatively uncomfortable, never listen to Buyer's Market. Just never oh, listen Oh, Peter it. Soto's thing? Oh my god, it, I actually heard it. I couldn't finish it. It's that yeah, bad. I, it's like, I have no interest. Dirt. I went through, I, I definitely went through, like, a White House phase where I was really, like, seeking out, like, that kind of fucked up stuff, but yeah. I can't you, handle it now. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I say, I know he was trying to make a point, but I say it with all honesty when I say that Peter Sotos is a kind of fucked up person. Yeah. I think he's kicked in the head. Like, he was... I think that, I think that there's a way, there's a way to make a point without just indulging in, yeah. like, the shit that well, you're supposedly the, against. The point that you were trying to make is what you ended up doing. It's, it's, yeah, it, exactly. It's yeah. yeah. But uh, Peter Sotos is a fuckhead. I hate him. Yeah, fuck that and white And I know I'm supposed to like White House because I like noise music and all that, but fuck White you House, don't have, too. You don't, have to, you, don't, you don't have to like him. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. What What do you think? William Bennett's going to fucking come to your house and, like, ask you <laughs> why you don't like his band like no he's too busy fucking writing essays about high school musical and why babe Two pig in the city is his favorite movie what oh yeah look it up yeah fuck white house and fuck death in june though i don't think that douglas p is honestly a nazi i just think he's stupid at, at, at what point at, at a certain point does it really matter like at a certain point if if all you're doing is fucking nazi imagery and does it matter if you like consider yourself a nazi or not when nazis gravitate to your music and you don't seem to have yeah. a problem with it have, did you see the comment i left on your on your uh slash fic list where i said that there should be a douglas p boyd rice pairing oh god <laughs> that's awful Just- they could have like weird BDSM Nazi imagery fun oh, times. Sure, I'm sure they would. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they have. Dear God. Yeah. I All don't. Right. I don't want to know about it. Anyway, yeah. I I don't like this album that much. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. They 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 would never recover after Apollo 18. Yeah. Um. Like, the albums after this, I know people love them. People are really into this band and love everything that they do. And that's... And they do have, yeah. And there are albums after this point that I do think are legitimately good. Like, The Else is an album I really like. So is Join Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I really know. like nanobots. Billy, yeah, you mentioned nanobots. Um, we we sh- I I should have made Jeff add the else to the list instead of John Henry. <laughs> the else no, is good. It, it makes sense for us to do the first six. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I these are the ones play. that you know people have listened to the most probably, and their yeah, later yeah. stuff. Like I I think you could make like a pretty good. I, there's always a few gems on every They Might Be Giants album. Like I, yeah. I have I've listened to all of them up to like Join Us, I think. And um, yeah, no, there's again Long Tall Weekend would disprove you there. <laughs> maybe so. Um, have, you, have you heard it? Because I because I would be surprised if you did, honestly. Uh, no, I haven't heard Long Tall Weekend. Uh, I guess I should mention because right after this they got dropped off of Electra because. They just, I think it was not because like they weren't making enough hits, but according to them, it was because they, and this might be just them, but they said, like, uh, we just kind of got tired of playing the game. So they decided to release Long Tall Weekend on just the internet, and I think it was just because they realized they made a bad album and didn't want people to hear it. So they released an album, they released an internet-only album in 1997. Yeah. So there you go. Didn't, didn't we... Ween did that too, didn't they? Yeah, except for that album's actually good. Well, there you go. The <laughs> difference—the difference between they might be giants and Ween. <laughs> and Peters of the Sack has a picture of a scrotum on it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you gotta get this one. It has a picture of a scrotum on it. <laughs> yep. I was gonna quote the first episode too. Most albums don't even have one. I know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That was actually uh, that was a quote I stole from uh, our friend Aura uh, when she she reviewed uh, the first uh, Butthole Surfers EP. And yeah. She was like, "It's got four scrotums on the cover." <laughs> four scrotums out of five. Yep. <laughs> four scrotums up. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's what I get. Well, that, that would be painful. <laughs> Just imagining that. That's what I would give the first three. They might be giants album. Four scrotes up. Uh, I would get. I would hold up all of the scrotes in the world. That's how great they are. So good. Well, uh, not a, okay. Don't think about that quote too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that uh, will just about do it for us. Uh, Billy, thank you for being on the show. Max, thank you for I'm being on the show. Yeah. Uh, they Thank might be you giants. all. Good band. Thank you all for putting up with my annoying ass voice for the third time. <laughs> Your voice is fine. Yeah. <laughs> is, but I want to spoil it because this has somehow been a weird thing that happens that has happened just before and just after I was mentioned. I was on this episode. Is Lime Die Bagels weirdly right after me in the guest queue? <laughs> no, I don't remember. No. Uh, okay. No. Because that was weird. I'm like... Did that happen twice? Because, like, it's me. Yeah, because the R.E.M. episode happened right before the Garrow episode. <laughs> and the Replacements episode happened right after the Boredoms one. I, I guess it just... Uh, that's where the cycle fell, I guess. <laughs> so it's, it's meant to be. No, but, In fact, but... I was worried for a second that somehow Limed was going to be on this episode. I'm like, has it come full circle? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make it you was... guys fight. It was a pleasure talking to you, though, Billy. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed being on here. I listen to you guys all the time. 
Like yeah. every new episode comes out. So did like, I. I was very sad when I when when I heard about the hiatus. So I was like, no, what am I going to do? Do I have to start so. my own? Do I have to start my own podcast to suffice the appetite? Yep. <laughs> Get cracking. Oh, I, I should totally do that. We could we could be have like a little rivalry. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. All right, fellas. I don't know who would uh, want to do a show with me. Next episode. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good hint. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of something that won't make it super obvious. Uh, flannel. Hmm. Flannel. I already think I know who this is, and I'm going to tell you after you hit the stop button. You tell is me it Team it. Dresh? It's not Team Dresh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I, give you my, can I give you my guess? Uh, okay. You don't have to say if it's right right now. All right. Uh, fire hose. I won't say it. Hmm. Wait, what was it? Fire hose. I will neither confirm nor deny. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have- uh, <laughs> until next time, everybody. This has been our podcast. Could be your life. Goodbye. Take it easy. Bye. Wear your ass and go filthy scarecrow waves his broomstick arms and does a parody of each unconscious thing you do. When you turn around to look, it's gone behind you on its face. It's wearing your confused expression. Where your eyes don't go. Where your eyes don't go, a part of you is hovering It's a nightmare that you'll never be discovering You're free to come and go, or talk like Curtis Blow But there's a pair of eyes in the back of your head Every jumbled pile of person has a thinking part That wonders what the part that isn't thinking isn't thinking of it Skull head is in front of you, or is it worse because it's always waiting where your eyes don't go? Where your eyes don't go, a part of you is hovering. It's a nightmare that you'll never be discovering. You're free to come and go, or talk like Curtis Blow, but there's a pair of eyes in back of your head.